0: post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands.
1: Hello everyone and welcome along to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, courtesy of the Liverpool Echo. I'm your host Patrick Smith and we're finally talking about a Liverpool win again. It feels like a while since we've had a positive pod, but Harvey Elliott's wonder strike ensured Liverpool beat Wolves 1-0 in their FA Cup replay at Molineux to set up another trip to Brighton at the end of the month. It was a particularly impressive midfield display as Jurgen Klopp rang in the changes tonight and there were many faces who were impressed in that red shirt. So, without further ado, let's get stuck right in. Up first, we've got the Liverpool Echoes' Paul Gorse from Molyneux, followed by Young Plot's press conference. And finally, our brilliant post-game pod contributors can have a smile on their face as they give us their reaction.
0: The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.
2: Liverpool are through to the 4th round of the FA Cup after a hard fought, battling 1-0 win here against Wolverhampton Wanderers in uh, replay. Harvey Elliott won the goal has given the Reds a win but uh, in all honesty it was a result that was built very much on uh, a return to, uh, to basics as Jagan Klopp had said in recent days he wanted to get back to basics and defend properly as you call it and that's pretty much exactly what Liverpool did, they relied on the, uh, the defensive qualities of the likes of Joe Gomez, and James Miller, Costas Simakas, and substitute Nat Phillips. In the second half, they repelled the attack from Wolverhampton Wanderers, who uh, came forward with the likes of Tez Cunier and Diego Costa, and Obama Triora, and Daniel Pedent. But uh, the Reds stood up to the challenge and uh, have emerged victorious uh, on a difficult night. Uh, as we say, Elliot's goal was the one that uh, took them through to the fourth round. That really was a stunning goal from about 25 yards out. He's carried it from from his own half, Wolves have backed off and he's left fly and beaten Jose Sarr. All ends up, but uh, Liverpool were made to work for the win. Um, it was a game where not too many chances were created. Klopp made eight changes in total. Cody Gapo kept his place from Saturday, as did uh, Ibrahim Akanate and Thiago Alcantara. And in fairness to the latter two, they were vastly improved from that 3 0 defeat at Brighton at the weekend. Uh, Thiago was excellent, particularly in the second half. Before he was brought off as part of a raft of substitutions, uh, Mohamed Salah came on for Gapo to provide a little bit more pace in the final third. But uh, in the end, Elliot's goal was enough to secure the win. Uh, it wasn't pretty at times. It was a difficult game, hard fought. Um, a game where Liverpool had to rely on their battling qualities, and to be fair, those have been curious by the absence of late haven't they so uh, Liverpool have put a uh, brief stop to what has been a bit of a rot in 2023 it was not exactly a return to flying form but Klopp said in his press comments earlier this week that uh, he couldn't promise that Liverpool would be at those levels but what he would promise is they would fight and that's certainly what they've done here and have emerged um, against the Premier League uh, scufflers at the moment they're down the bottom aren't they but you wouldn't have thought it given the way they have played Against Liverpool tonight and against uh, Liverpool in the home leg, of course. But uh, the Reds have won it. They've come through one 0 thanks to Elliot's goal. It's finished here at Malnew. Wolverhampton Wanderers nil, 0- Liverpool one.
0: The post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. You, mean, you said
2: yesterday, you said I can't promise we'll fly, but I can promise we'll fight. Did you get exactly what you wanted in terms of? Fighting
3: the show I think everybody who was with us got that reaction. was a reaction what we needed to show, um, we were compact, we were together, we've, we had really good challenges, one challenge is when we got the ball, we played really good football in the moment. so it's called an exceptional goal. Harvey saw something I think not a lot of people in the stadium saw, and I, I, if I would have been a goalie, I wouldn't have expected a shot in that moment, so it was a top goal. Um, but apart from that, the game obviously was much better, completely different to the last one, obviously. Um, and I'm really happy with that. All the, the individual performances were good, um, and we, we we really were together wherever we were. So we had high, we won the ball high up the pitch, we won it in in mid in the midf- midfield zone. Um, yeah, it was was good and. Um, so to the boys after the game, that's how it feels when you play well and win. We can't remember it really anymore when that was the case, and but tonight it was the case and that's why we are quite happy.
2: Can I ask about Stefan Baciewicz as well? It was an 18-year-old playing in that position, obviously it's a very demanding position for any player, but he looked pretty special tonight.
3: Yeah, good, good boy, good player, um, very smart in his movements. So you need a good how especially younger you are the better the more important it is that you have a good style in the game. So it had a few situations. I'm not sure he saw that there's space or he just hoped there was space when he turned and, and there was actually space. Um, but he did really well and but what helps then really uh, that he wins these challenges really where he so last few steps before he has blocks the ball there, that's that's really good. And having then Thiago next to him is, I think, pretty helpful. Tiago's talking a lot on the pitch. And Nabi was, was really there tonight, which is obviously very helpful. And um, both wingers defended well. And Cody close the center for us and um, was around Neves. Um, um, and, uh, yeah, about Neves. Um, and kept the ball for us in possession. Very important. Was really, really was really important for the link-up play. Um full backs were really good. Center halves focused and concentrated. Kweef when we needed him was was there. So um was a good game and um we don't we know we only get got into the next round, but we wanted to go to the next round. Um but for tonight it's a important sign I think. Uh, for us, that it is that these kind of things are possible, and I think for our people at home as well that they, uh, uh, because there's a, obviously a massive game coming up um, at the weekend, and um, I think if we would have played another game like the last one, um, I, I'm not sure what the people would have thought before they arrive in the stadium and they have something to, to they can look forward to, and um, yeah, and we will fight together again.
0: How do, you, how do you feel
3: about going back to Brighton so quickly after no, the Yeah, no problem. We come to Wolves as well pretty quickly again, so that's football, no problem. We wanted to go to the next round, and we knew already that Brighton is the opponent, so um, yeah, no problem. Are you
0: quite pleased in a way though,
3: that you get a chance to go back there again? So I don't think that uh, my, my job is now to be somehow big mouth and, and, and say, so, uh, let's see, we come again. It's not that, but we, I think the idea is if, when we go there in, what is it, two weeks. No, what is today? Tuesday, one and a half weeks. Um, And we tried to play better than last time. Uh,
0: Hi
2: Jürgen, just on Harvey Elliott. um, Obviously he doesn't get many chances in the forward line because of Moe. But I mean, how did you assess how he he did up there? and Where do you like him
3: most? Oh, when he plays well, I like him everywhere. So that's easy. But um, both wingers did well. And both on maybe in that position, or especially Fabio, I don't know when he played last time. So did really well, um, and 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 Harvey um, from that position you need to score goals. That's clear for us. Um, We had now tonight if you want one strike on the pitch, and he played slightly deeper in a lot of moments. So, um, but that's um, very important. Now what Harvey had to do today is um, that's very important. And both winger had to do that. Plus the nine had to do that. We had to defend properly and to defend compact and um, whoever is ready to do that is more than welcome to start wherever we will see.
0: Yeah, is that
2: it's not me. Top.
3: Top. Um, I think the oldest and the youngest were really exceptional. So like that, um, yeah, leave. So how is that? It's not really important in a game like this that you don't get carried away because the boys did well. Yes, we dropped a bit deeper, didn't like that too much, moves came up a little bit. Um, in the moment, you, when you had never seen a the game, then it's changed everything pretty much, and then when Nunez is on the pitch as well, then it was like um, twice as difficult, and um, and um, we did really well. So, but we changed, we just had to be... Serious and sensible, let me say like this: uh, 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 that we really um, do that in the right moments. Because none of the players I took off, I wanted to take off. We just, I think, we had to. But I think we were early enough. Last we go here, and then Paul Joyce.
0: You're going to know it's difficult after a game, but there are reports tonight about Roberto Firmino in discussions about extending his contract. I if there's anything. In Sorry,
3: but I thought I now with another club, but with us, yes, here. yeah.
0: Uh, is, are, are there discussions going on and how
2: much do you want to
3: keep him at the club? I said that before. <laughs> um, yes, I want to keep him at the
2: club, of course. last one. When you make the
4: eight changes tonight after the weekend, have players maybe played their way into your thinking for the Chelsea game?
3: Yeah, yeah. So we have now a couple of days of training and it's all about it. It's not now that we... <laughs> I don't think it would be now right after one game and then say okay that's the team now for the next eight weeks or whatever, these kinds of things. So th- let's have a look. Um we have um, I hope that Darwin is coming back um in training tomorrow it was again today's Tuesday, right? So to tomorrow or Thursday. So it might be then in contention of course. Um and he got a knock in the back and, and stuff like this so let's see how they recover stuff like this but of course we I mean, are not in a casting show but anyway we have, we have now this game and then we have four days to train and then after that I think five or six days to train until the next game and training is always like this who shows up in training I'm not blind but usually we don't train we play every three days and you recover and, and some do a little bit and and on top of that, in the past, we won quite a lot of games. So why would you make drastic change? But anyway, we, we, we rotate a lot because the players were available. But of course, the door is open for everybody. We have to fight. Who is ready to fight has a good chance to play.
0: The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. The BBC studio was not the only place to experience a screamer tonight, as Harvey Elliott's beautiful goal has Liverpool bouncing into the fourth round of the FA Cup. Yes, it wasn't a particularly... Sexy performance from the Reds, but there were enough suggestive winks in that performance to leave us wanting more, especially from young Stefan Bychetic. The young man's mixture of composure and tenacity went a long way towards keeping the toothless wolves at bay, and if he keeps on this path with a bit of bulking up over the next couple of years, Liverpool will undoubtedly have yet another star midfielder on our books. Staying on the happy side of this evening's doughnut, Nabby Cater started and finished a match without getting an injury and he was very useful in both defence and attack. Joe Gomez played his best game hitherto this season. Fabinho was marvellous when he came off the bench And Tiago Alcantara was my man of the match, having put in another artistic masterclass. I would like to see us control games a bit better, though. There were long periods when wolves were dancing with us rather than the other way around, and we couldn't win it back. No one is particularly to blame for this. We just don't have the midfielders to play alongside Tiago, But I can't help thinking that Cody Gakpo needs to up his defensive work rate in order for our system to work a little bit better. It's early days for the Dutchman, however, and he should be given all the patience that a new player should expect. So anyway, on to Brighton away in the next round. And this is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying, that can't be too hard now, can it?
5: Mike Holt with my review on Wolves nil Liverpool 1. Much more pleasing and happier Mike Holt today than what we had at the weekend. Um, And a completely different performance. Um, Not only result, but main thing, performance was just so much better. I wouldn't have minded getting knocked out tonight so long as the performance was better and the performance was there in abundance. Um, so much better. Funny that a completely different starting eleven changes that. Um, the questions need to be asked about some of the senior players that have been playing week in, week out, possibly. We all know that midfield three has been struggling with legs, with energy, with youth. And there's only Tiago that started there tonight, who by the way was instrumental throughout the whole game. But um, batatic was absolutely incredible he was my man of the match um confident got around the pitch and um, not afraid to distribute the ball he was absolutely superb our press was so so much better tonight uh, in abundance it was much better we, you know especially in the first half maybe so much not in the second half we, we looked like we're tired but the first half our press was Immense, and, and that also goes from the front three. I thought Cavalio, his press was really good off the ball, he was you know very clever. Um, Gakpo in and out of the game, he did get chances, some of them went a bit wayward, but you give that lad a chance. Um, it's interesting that he's being put into that Bobby Firmino role, he's starting to learn it by the looks of it. Um, give him time, and I think he'll come really good. Harvey Elliott obviously gets that you know wonder strike and we needed something like that we needed just a bit of magic liverpool fans just needed a bit of something to get behind and that was it superb strike um and then the back four and wolves weren't that great tonight truth be told they they threw the kitchen sink at it in the last 10 minutes but throughout the other 80 minutes of the game they were pretty poor truth be told um so the back four of liverpool didn't have much to do Um, But they were fine, yeah, Uh, you know, Milner, you could see it was like, it was a captain's performance, especially in the first five to ten minutes, he was getting in and amongst it, and you know, obviously words have been said after that Brighton game, haven't they, Um, and it's just just nice to have a win, isn't it, you know, obviously next in the cup is Brighton, um, But it's just nice to have a bit of a smile on your face. Um, it does make you question what what he does going into, into the Chelsea game now. I think it would be scandalous not to pick the exact same three midfielders he's played tonight against Chelsea on Saturday. There's no reason why not. I don't see a reason why not. Um, it sends a message to the senior players. What you've been doing is not good enough it's not good enough for the for Liverpool Football Club, no matter what you've done in the past for us um, and how much credit you've got in the bank, um, I would give these lads a chance again um, and, and see what they can do. But like I say, 1-0 win, um, clean sheet, a wonder goal um, and some pretty funny BBC commentary uh,
1: prior to the game. It's been quite a good night for the Reds. I suppose the main thing for Liverpool today was to come away from the FA Cup tie with a much improved performance and an organised and disciplined performance. I'd say that would have been the the main takeaway the manager would have wanted to see from the side today. And it wasn't the, the greatest performance, but you would say that overall those things were achieved by the players. And with Liverpool looking so disorganised and so vulnerable of late, it was pleasant to watch in that sense. Whether or not this can be taken forward, or whether it's just a single game and Liverpool will fall back into their ways from previous weeks, remains to be seen. But it was much better than I, I would probably believe that a lot of people felt it would be before kickoff. where quite rightly, after watching Liverpool over the last few, well, I was going to say weeks, but really months, there was a large sense of trepidation coming into the game. And I suppose there will be until Liverpool show this on a consistent run of form over the coming weeks. But in general, there was much improved performances from all units of the team. The distances were much better. Liverpool were not as easy to play through or over round whichever way you want to call it in terms of how the opposition have been able to hit liverpool in multiple ways liverpool were much more compact and were quite comfortable within the game once they got one goal ahead they didn't create a great deal themselves and never looked likely to but in the end one goal was enough and there's i've I've talked throughout the the last few weeks really about it not being a, a case of of individuals or certainly not the main reason as to why liverpool aren't functioning this season they haven't functioned from a tactical level both with and without the ball and in both of them elements today liverpool were much improved so liverpool much more disciplined in their positioning without the ball but also with the ball it's something that i've talked about throughout the last couple of weeks is most of liverpool's problems i mean people have talked about liverpool not being able to apply pressure like they did in previous seasons, which is correct. Liverpool have really struggled in the organisation of some of the, the pressing triggers that they've tried to impact the opposition in the opposition's build-up. However, for me, the biggest vulnerability that Liverpool have faced has actually been when they've had the ball, when they've tried to expand the game, when the players have taken up elevated positions and Liverpool have been able, unable sorry, to maintain possession of the ball, play forward too quickly, Incorrect way of pass, incorrect accuracy, lack of calm when they're on the ball, lack of playing circulatory passes in which the first pass is maybe not on forward, but you play either square or backwards to create different angles, patiently build up moves, and then be in a position where, because of them, attributes that you are then in a position to recover the ball when you lose it, because if you're playing shorter passes, you're playing more considered passes, you're able to retain the ball in the final third, your players are then in closer proximity, which means that you can then steal the ball back when the ball is turned over, and again, like I've spoken about before, maintain possession in the final third. And all of that was apparent today in Liverpool's, Liverpool's game, especially in the first half, I would say. Second half, Liverpool was much more of a happy to sit deeper and absorb any little pressure that Wolves were able to impact on them but in the first half especially with Liverpool's midfield players and some of the combinations with the higher players Liverpool were able to protect the ball better they were able to move it into deeper areas and again like I've talked about that meant they were were much more organised when the ball was conceded I mean people talk about being organised out of possession but you've got to be organised in possession and I think for me that's been Liverpool's biggest problem over the last few weeks is being vulnerable. And one of the players who massively impacted that, felt, in the first half was Naby Keita and his inclusion. And I had mentioned that, I mean, it, it seems quite apparent now that Naby Keita will be leaving in the summer. But right now, for what Liverpool need, Naby Keita needs to play, needs to be a first-choice element of Liverpool's midfield. And that doesn't even mean to say he's playing fantastically. I mean, how could he? He hasn't played many minutes. But what he has got and what Liverpool desperately need is the ability to take the ball in tighter areas in the opposition half be able to move the ball forward whether it's a combination of a give and go a wall pass whatever it may be and keep possession and also with that also be able to win the ball back because as much as Keita and Thiago are Liverpool's best players in terms of retaining the ball in the final third and being able to move it forward and work in tight spaces they also win the ball back more than any other players in midfield so I just believe that that pair has to be the pair that Liverpool go with as the two higher midfield players out of the three, with, obviously, the sitter of Fabinho behind them, and, and Cater, I felt, was very, very good, and I actually feel that it was a major mistake in the Champions League final for Cater not to have started. Now, I'm saying that not in hindsight. I said that at the time, It was, it, I think there was a... When I look at the Manchester City game in the semi-final of the Cup and how well Cater played against the least opposition who tried to play out in that right-hand right hand side of the three... I felt that that was the obvious choice for Liverpool to go with in that final. And obviously he went with Henderson for, well, only the the manager knows the reasons for that. But I did feel it was a mistake in hindsight. No matter that Liverpool actually played the better of the two sides in the final, should have won the game. So I suppose that is that caveat. But yeah, I, I have felt for, for a while now that Liverpool's best midfield combination is Keita, Thiago and Fabinho. And nothing that I've seen from any of the other players who've played ahead of Kate this season has made me feel any differently about that. Like for the reasons I've just spoken about, and it certainly improved Liverpool because not only was the cater, but also on that right-hand side was Harvey Elliott playing in the higher, higher right-hand side position, a position that obviously is more favoured, um, is more favourable one. It's a position he's obviously grown up in playing throughout the the youth groups, and it's a very different different role playing on the highest line of the pitch than having to cover ground from a midfield player who's forced to fill space, make recovery runs from into out as has been Liverpool's system over the last few years especially when you're asked to to do that in a disorganised Liverpool team rather than an organised Liverpool team so the fact that Harvey Elliott also brings that sort of pause on the ball that ability to delay make good choices within the final third and slow the game down I thought that was a feature of Liverpool's play in the first half. And obviously with Fabio Carvalho dro- dropping into that central area as well, there was definitely better retention. And of course, Thiago as the, the senior figure in there. And Thiago, I mean, you, you, some of the... <laughs> I see him often clumped in with the likes of Fabino and Henderson in terms of underperforming players this season. I think it's an absolute nonsense. No player in the in the Premier League wins the ball back and progresses the ball as a, a collaborative two skill sets than Thiago and th- there's just no question for me get him in a functioning team where he has to cover smaller distances without the ball and and you're talking about an absolute elite midfielder even at an age now where it's going past the peak years so you need to get the right bodies around them and the right organisation around them and like I say that that improved Liverpool today I mean I think one of the things with is Stefan Bacicic as well I felt he had a really good game, really positive and you can see he's going to be a really uh, promising player for the future and ideally someone who you you would see sort of coming in and getting some minutes in that deeper midfield role as a deputy. I think at this moment in time there'll be a lot of calls for Bajecic to start the next fixture but as you could see from the end of the game when he was pulling up with cramp, it's a massive toll for, for such a young lad who's Massively promising, had a fantastic game today. Read the game superbly, used the ball really well. But to be able to play in the physicality of the Premier League as a, as a starter and that, that performance today at Wolves automatically parachutes him to that, I, I don't believe that's the case. You could see the physical toilet to, took out of him at the, at the end of the fixture. And you can see very much that he's still got that young frame and an underdeveloped body, if you like. So I would still, despite his troubles this season, for me, for being okay to, and, and Thiago have to start in midfield for Liverpool over the coming weeks for them to get footholds in game and being able to apply pressure, but not only that, being able to retain the ball in the final third. So, that's what I took from the game. I thought the goalkeeper didn't have as much to do, but every time I see him, everything he does is calm, is assured, and I think he's an absolutely fantastic backup goalkeeper, both with his feet and his hands. And finally, I suppose we'll touch on the, the midfield and, you know, a lot of people have touched on why Klopp hasn't strengthened and that kind of thing, but I think... One of the issues may have been, apart from the the massive drop off of the likes of Fabino and Henderson, which couldn't have been expected. I mean the unprecedented listen, there's always going to be a deterioration when you hit a certain age, but the idea that they would have deteriorated that much in terms of performance levels of this season couldn't be expected. But I think the other one might be, and we've seen a little bit of it today, Elliot, Carvalho, Curtis Jones, these players who have almost been on sometimes, especially Jones and Elliot, into positions to play in that midfield three deeper players are not on the highest line of the pitch or it in a number 10 position. I think he's seen them more comfortable in the natural environments tonight and that might just be something to to take out of the game because it would definitely be the case that Klopp has looked at the potential and the ability of these kind of players and for can I engineer a situation in which they can play in that midfield free in my favoured shape and maybe that hasn't come off how he would have liked it. Not to say it wouldn't in the future, but at this moment in time, it's been difficult for them kind of players playing in their areas with the different responsibilities and roles. So that's what I took from the game, but good win for Liverpool.
4: Steve Dawson on Liverpool's 1-0 win at Wolves in the FA Cup. Well done, Harvey Elliott. Uh, a clean sheet was very, very satisfactory and uh, a lovely goal from Harvey Elliott as well to, to really cap the night off. Um, baby steps forward, I suppose. Nice to listen to Harvey Elliott speak uh, after the game. I've I've heard him speak before, and I also heard Curtis Jones speak in an interview about a week or so ago. And it gives me it gives me a slightly different impression of the two players. You see them on the field, and um, you're very encouraged, and and certainly somewhat impressed. But it's also important for Liverpool long term to to see that these. Young men are, you know, eloquent and mature, slightly beyond their years, good head on their shoulders, and they, they clearly have a um, a perspective on the game and on one performance in isolation that that is loaded with clarity. And um, you know, it's nice to hear from them, and it's it's nice to see that if they are going to be a big part of Liverpool's future, then it's in, in fairly good hands. And I think what happened on the pitch sort of supports that view. Great strike from Harvey Elliott, wasn't it? And he worked hard um, throughout the game. Clearly, the, the BBC commentators and, and pundits were enamoured with him, and as they should be. And I thought Jones did well when he came on. He came on for Fabio Carvalho, who I also thought played very well. It, it was nice to see a little burst of energy... A little bit more commitment than we've seen from some of the more senior players in recent weeks, and and that that trio of players, I think, um, just turned things around slightly for us. Of course, there's no great uh, bandage been applied to Liverpool's injuries with this performance and with this win, but it's it's nice to still be in the cup, and I wonder how significant this tournament will be for us at the end of the season when we when we start to look back. I also thought Cody Gakpo continued to show. Um, some some good development there in a Liverpool shirt. One shot that he that he whizzed over the bar was well struck. It it dipped nicely, not quite on target in the end, but it was the right thing to do. And when he went through um, offside and had a, a chance saved again, he, I think he did the right thing. So um, failed to score on two occasions, but you you couldn't fault his his choices at the time. Very different player from from Darwin Nunez. Nunez creates havoc and lots of trouble for defenders he's very athletic and strong and sort of very spiky when he runs all knees and elbows and must be an absolute handful Um, but we we are concerned a little bit about you know his decision making and and to a degree is his end product a little bit erratic not quite as cool and calm in the in the final moment as Gakpo seems to be and as I've said many times I think this will this will come from Nunez (laughs) and You know, good for the club that we have these options up front that can that can interchange and and create something different for other managers to think about. I think worth making um, a comment or two on on Naby seeing as it seems as if contract talks have come to an end. I worked on the Bundesliga for for three solid years when Narbi was at RB Leipzig. And Well, he and Timo Werner, uh, his teammates in Leipzig, were the the standout young players in the Bundesliga at that time. And it was really, I think, a a great capture for Liverpool when they signed him. A bit frustrating that we had to wait six months for him to arrive, but I I was convinced at the time it was a good signing and I, I, I don't backtrack on that now. I think perhaps many of us think that had he been able somehow to avoid the the injuries that he picked up over the term of his contract. It might have been quite a different story. For Leipzig, he would get the ball at his feet and burst between the lines while retaining possession. Not just playing the ball through, but running through. And that presents a whole host of advantages for a team going forward. And I was convinced he could do uh, something similar for Liverpool. And we saw... We saw elements of that snapshots of that from time to time, and even last, you know, in the, in this game, we've we we seen um, again a sense of urgency, a speed uh, on the ball, moving the ball along. He he, he improves our pace generally as a team uh, when he gets the ball. He's he's snappy in his challenges, perhaps picks up a a few too many yellow cards with one or two mistimed tackles, but. That's never really been a bad thing for Liverpool midfielders over the year to, to assert our physicality in the middle of the park. And if, as now seems very likely, he does leave at the end of the season on a free transfer as well, meaning we you know get nothing for him. I do think it'll be a shame, but I do not blame Naby Keita. I do not blame Jurgen Klopp. I do not blame the owners of the club. I think you have to weigh up everything that we've seen And say that this is probably the best decision for everyone. But it wouldn't surprise me uh, that whoever gets Naby Keita when his Liverpool career is done gets great value out of him. Uh, And I I wish him all the best. But his time with us is not over yet. And I think given the trouble that we're having in midfield, I, I think he might yet be... Liverpool's or one of Jurgen Klopp's go-to midfielders over the coming weeks and months, um, particularly when we have challenges like the Real Madrid challenge that's coming up in the Champions League. And if he can rise to the occasion, then who knows? Maybe those talks will be uh, raised again and uh, a deal might yet be put on the table. Let's see. At Galasaki on Twitter, G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I.
0: You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.